Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Good morning, Unity of Farmington Hills. It feels so good to be here with you all today. And welcome to all of our, uh, all of you who are visiting us on our online worship service. It is a pleasure to have you join us. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, the senior minister of this wonderful church. I have some announcements to make and then we will continue with our service. First of all, I wanted to let you all know that in two weeks, we're gonna be having our next town hall meeting. That will be on June 28th at 11 o'clock. So instead of having the fellowship, we'll do the town hall meeting in that place. We want to, the board and I want to let you know where we are as far as our planning is concerned for us to re-enter our church. And then once we finally pick a date, we will have another town hall meeting to uh, let you know the final arrangements of that. So please mark your calendars for June 28th at 11 o'clock after church service to join us for our town hall meeting. 
And today, after service, we're going to have our Zoom fellowship at 11 o'clock. The link for that is on the website. Um, also, tomorrow, we're having our uh, UFH Zoom house party at 1 o'clock and 7 o'clock. It's been a wonderful time to la have for laughter, connection, and inspiration. That link's on the website as well. Our Wednesday evening meditation is at 7 p.m., and everyone is welcome for that. It's a beautiful time of spiritual communion with God. And for more information for any of our classes, our groups, our activities, or our, or our events, or to sign up for the email blast, please visit our website, unityfh.com. And please do it on a regular basis because we do make some changes that I may not announce on Sundays. Also, I wanted to let you all know that I still have office hours on Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and on Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. So if you'd like to schedule an appointment for uh, a Zoom or a phone appointment, you can, or if you want to put in prayer requests, please contact me at seniorminister at unityfh.com. Again, that's seniorminister at unityfh.com. If it's an emergency, you can call me at 313-515-3071. That concludes our announcements. And now, as we listen to the music team sing Surely the Presence, let us prepare our hearts and minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. Today's daily word for Sunday, June 14th, 2020, is Divine Order. The affirmation reads, Divine Order is always unfolding in my life and in the world. Let me say that again and then I'll have you affirm it with me. Divine Order is always unfolding in my life and in the world. Together, Divine Order is always unfolding in my life and in the world. And the message reads, as spring ripens in sum, into summertime each year, new leaves transform bare trees into canopies of green. Tiny seedlings grow into sturdy plants and decorate the landscape with an array of colorful blossoms. I marvel at the divine order demonstrated 
as the earth renews itself. I recognize that even as the earth appears barren in the wintertime, new life was preparing to spring forth. I notice this pattern in my life. I may be demonstrating visible growth in my life or like the earth in winter, it may seem that my life is stagnant and barren. I remember that as the seasons of nature change, so do the seasons of my life. Even when it is not apparent to me, I know that divine order is always unfolding in my life and in the world. And the scripture for today comes from Mark chapter 4, verse 28. The earth produces of itself first the stalk, then the head, then the full grain in the head. Let us pray. So now please take a deep breath. And gently close your eyes and allow your consciousness to float down into your heart center. And in this space, we acknowledge the presence of God, knowing that God, you are that one power and one presence active in our lives and in the universe. God, the good omnipotent. God, we thank you right now for blessing this service for blessing us to be able to hear and understand your word, knowing that it is the Christ within that brings the word forth and the Christ within that allows us to understand it. And that through the Christ, you are guiding us to manifest your message in our lives. And so as we sit just for a second or so in the silence, we allow our hearts to fill up with gratitude, peace, and thanksgiving. And Lord, as we continue with this service, we thank you for every way that you open us up to a higher level of experiencing you. In the mighty name and nature of the Christ, we pray. It is done. It is done. It is done. Amen. And now let us know our statement of being. Together, God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us do, uh, affirm our growth affirmation with a heart full of gratitude together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now let us hear, we're gonna let us get excited as we hear uh, the music team perform the song, um, Looking for Space. And then I will be back 
with our message for today. Trying to find my own way Sometimes I wish that I could fly away When I think that I'm moving Suddenly things stand still I'm afraid cause I think they always
I really like that song. And I like how you sing that, Michael. Thank you. I love how you, how Nicholas and the music team always come up with the perfect, the perfect songs for our services. It's awesome to have a really wonderful music team. Thank you all. Huh. So I heard about this minister who decided to skip Sunday church, a uh, church Sunday, one Sunday morning. He called his secretary and said, I'm not feeling so good. And so he headed off to play golf. And so he went to this golf course that was way out in another city where nobody knew him. And as he is teeing off, he hits the ball and it flies out high. And all of a sudden it is caught into the wind that's really windy. And it takes the ball uh, even further for 200 and something more yards. And he ends up making a 348-yard um, hole-in-one. And as he's sitting there in shock, an angel asks God, what'd you do that for? And God says, seriously, who's he going to tell? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> and my, my brother-in-law, he loves golfing. And he sent us a picture of him doing a hole in one. And that made me think of this, uh, this joke. So I wanted to tell it today. I thought it was kind of funny. So today, I want to continue on the theme of imagination. That's the power that we usually refer to um, the month of, Ju of June is um, imagination. And imagination, according to Charles Fillmore, who is the co-founder of Unity, is the faculty of mind that images and forms. He says it's the power to shape and form thought. And actually, the imaging faculty resides at the, cent the uh, nerve center between the eyes, where the pineal gland, right, right between the eyes. He says, through this faculty, the formless takes form. So today I want to talk about the creative process of imagination. And imagination, when we go make it a little bit clearer, from what Charles Fillmore's definition is. It is the power, our, our ability to image, to conceptualize, to picture, to envision, and to dream. Those are different ways that we co-create through the Holy Spirit within ourselves. Today, I wanna talk about how the, to use the creative flow of the imagination, which is in accordance with divine order, to co-manifest with God whatever it is you desire to manifest in your, in your life. And so when we look at divine order, divine order is the way in which everything is created. And Charles Fillmore says that everything is created in the spirit. The origin of everything is in the spirit. So divine mind, the first part of divine order is divine mind. It's the spirit of God. It's the mind of God. Everything was created in the mind of God. In Genesis, the Bible says that God said, let there be. And every time God said, let there be, it was created in this world. But there's two. And when you read Genesis, you'll read that it was created twice. The first time that it was created was created in God's Im imaging, God's imagination, conceptualizing it, picturing it out, imaging it out. And then a second time is when um, the word of God becomes manifest in the physical form, in the form of the earth, uh, uh, the sun, the moon, the uh, 
the waters, the plants, the earth, the animals, all of it started to be manifest again in the physical world. We are made in God's image and likeness, which means we create the same way that God creates. Just think about it. Every car that was designed started off in the conceptualized imaging of, a, of the person's mind first. The divine mind, the mind of God in the mind of the man. And then an idea came on how it would look. So out of the idea of what the person wanted to make, the image came. It was drafted out and then a, a physical expression of it became, uh, came into formation. It's the same thing in your life. Over 80% of the thoughts that you are thinking right on this day of your life are recycled thoughts from images that were created, from experiences that you had, from stories that came to your mind, from ideas and thoughts that came to your mind, and it was reprogrammed in your mind to the point that after you hit about 35, you are subconsciously, habitually living all of those thoughts in your mind, and it's, that's what's driving your life right now. I say, let us change that around to where we begin to use the power of our imagination, the creative process of our imagination to create something new, to move past our comfort zone, to become a new expression in God. And the scripture I want to use today, which we'll, we'll use to unfold and unpack this process, comes from 2 Corinthians. It's chapter um, three is verses 16 through 18. And it's beautiful because even in these three chapters, it brings forth the divine order of creation. Divine order is divine mind, divine idea, divine expression. Now remember that. That means it's God, God's attributes, and the expression of God's attributes. So we'll start at chapter, uh, uh, verse 16. Remember this is 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 16 through 18. I'm reading from the New Living Translation version. For me, that works a little better. Verse 16 says, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now, that is powerful. Let's keep going. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And in verse 18, so all of us who have had the veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord who is the spirit makes us more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. The first thing you do when you create with God in the divine order is you turn your face to God. It says here, whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. The veil represents anything that is keeping you distracted from the presence of God. So last month, we talked about the power of a grateful heart. And one of the things that I suggested that we do every morning before you even open your eyes is thank God and be grateful for whatever it is you can think of to be grateful for. Even the things that have not occurred yet. Being grateful for those things that you desire in your life. The moment you become grateful for the things that have not occurred yet, what happens is it starts to activate that in your mind. The image of it comes forth. So now along with those gratitudes, when you start to image the things that you're grateful for that have not happened yet, you're calling those things that be not as though they were. It's in the Bible. What you do is you start to 
Live in the feeling nature of it. The feeling nature of it is the language of the heart. It activates the language of the mind, which is the thought and the imaging of it. And it brings it and draws it in to the divine ideas of God. And so what happens is the moment that you turn your, your turn, uh, turn to the Lord and, the, and block out the physical realm and you're still in the spiritual feeling, the presence of God, you start to feel the infinite freedom of God's creation right there in your mind's grasp. You are right there one with it. And then the moment you start to feel grateful for those things that have not occurred yet, you have then moved into what verse 16 says, which, I mean, 18 says, which is that you um, can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. You're living in righteousness. Charles Fillmore um, says that righteousness is when we are in harmony with the divine attributes of God. So if you're trying to create an experience of having healthier relationships, then in your mind's eye, you see yourself living in a higher experience of love, the two greatest commandments, with God loving yourself more fully and feeling that expression of love that emanates from you to someone else. And you see yourself walking around having harmonious relationships with other people because you feel it in your heart. And the stronger you feel it in your heart and recharge it in your heart, the stronger the memory becomes and it reprograms those areas inside of you that are out of alignment with it. Now, that has become a memory from the future that you live and walk into. That's how you start it off. And then when you, when you align it with the divine ideas of it, you start to change and align with the image that you feel. You live it in this world. So what happens is even during the day, during the day, you remember, go through the day and start remembering what you created with God. As you remember what you created with God, look at those areas where in your life, in, during that day, where you're out of alignment with that memory you created. And the moment you see where you may have been out of alignment, shift your brain back to that memory. The mind, the body doesn't know the difference. The brain doesn't know the difference. The mind controls it. You have the power of your, we talked about this last month. You have the power of your, of your thoughts, the power of your feeling that you infuse in the power of your word. So when you make these affirmations that are aligned with the charged expression of what you're feeling, you start to co-create it and call it forth to you. What do you want to co-create in your life right now? Let God bring that to you. Now, at the end of the day, we also said that you go into feeling grateful for all of the things that you experienced during the day. While you're doing that, you look over your day and you see those moments that something happened that you did not like. And then you go into imagining how you would have wanted it to occur. Ask God to get link up with God first. God is always first. Turn to the Lord, release the veil of the human world, step into the freedom of the creativity, expression and spirit that you are. And then start to see what it is that you would have wanted to occur. And then you see the reflection of the glory of the Lord coming forth through the divine ideas as you image it in your life. So say somebody says something that upset you and you got upset and said something back. You can replay that in your mind and recreate it on the way you would have, we would have liked for it to have occurred. Of, have to have occurred. 
And actually, you ask God, how would, I, how would you have wanted me to behave in that situation? And then you reprogram according to God's divine ideas. And then you live the feeling of it. Let me give you an example. When I thought about the idea of being a minister. Now, I've known that I was supposed to be a minister for a long time. But I ran away from it because I was too nervous about the idea of speaking in public. I've mentioned to you guys before that I was terrified about speaking in public. And I had to start fix, uh, reprogramming that because I knew I was supposed to be a minister. So I start instead of being afraid to get in public, no, I didn't visualize people naked. <laughs> That's one of the things that I hear a lot is visualize everybody naked or in their pajamas. I didn't do that. What I started doing was I started feeling the peace that I feel when I'm talking to one or two people and I feel the presence of God coming forth and God's message coming forth. And I started feeling that same vibration and imagining myself feeling that same vibration in front of a multitude of people and feeling that I can feel the connection to God more so than the fear of my human personality. And after a while, I was open to even pray in church. And so I started praying in church. And then it opened me to be able to feel comfortable to do a message in church. And so I started to do a message in church. And then after that, I got okay with the idea of going to ministerial school because I knew in ministerial school, I'd have to go before two boards of ministers and uh, do a seven minute talk and then answer questions. I was nervous about testing as well, but I kept seeing myself having the answers. And when the moments that I didn't have the answers, asking God to give me the words to say, now I don't remember where that is, but I can find that answer and I'll have it for you next time. So that I could practice that because sometimes you're not gonna always have the answers, but I was feeling comfortable with that. Before I knew it, I was okay. And I'm right here speaking in front of people now. Well, I'm speaking in front of a camera, but you all are still watching it. <laughs> and then my son, when he was younger, he hated being so little when he was in high school. All of his friends were starting to go through uh, puberty and they were starting to buff up and get gain weight and get strong, uh, bigger. And he wasn't. He was like, I'm just a string being. I hate being so little. I'm like, well, your mama's little. <laughs> but he really wanted to buff up like the rest of them. Now, sometimes people go through a process of uh, puberty a little bit later in life. So I, so I asked him, what if you start loving the body God gave you? And in loving the body, so go to God first, because we always talked about going to God first, and love the body that God gave you. And so every morning he started going into the feeling of thanking God for the body that he had. And then we went to, to him seeing himself in the mirror as becoming buff in a healthy way, that God will bring him the divine way of helping him to gain weight and to buff up at the same time. And so that's the imaging that he said. So he moved out of a space of feeling insecure and feeling less than and feeling little and small and hating his body into a feeling of feeling peaceful and loving the body that God created him to be and knowing that he and God can change his body and seeing himself happy with his body and where he was because he was happy in that moment. And when he looked in the mirror, he said, I love you to himself and to his body. And then he ended up living the imaging of what he came to him on how he wanted to look. And he ended up gaining 55 pounds and getting buff and really buff. And so that his friends were coming to him and asking him, how did you do what you did? 
see, when you move in the process of God like Jesus did, the glory of God will shine forth and you will be changed into his glorious image. And others will be asking you, how did you do that? It is time for us all to move in a high, into a higher expression of the glorious image of God. We can do this for ourselves. We can help visualize it for the world. We can help visualize it for those we love. We can see the image of that instead of seeing what's there. See the image of that. So during the day, before you will wake up, I mean, before you open your eyes, while, you're doing your grat while you are doing your gratitudes, co-create your day with God. Create the memory of it. Turn to God. Release the veil of this world. Step into the freedom of the, in the imagination process. Love yourself while you're doing it. Have faith in it while you're doing it. And use the divine order of God while you're doing it. And then as you do that, align with the divine ideas of God, which will move you into seeing and reflecting the glory of God, which is God's divine attributes. And then as you get up from imagining, imagining it, allow yourself to walk in it and revisit it every day. Wherever it is that you're out of alignment with that memory, bring yourself back to it so that you can shift your personality through changing the old habitual behavior into a new expression that moves you past your comfort zone. We can do this for our lives. We can do this by experiencing that the way we walk in this world. We can see the world better with everyone living in a space of harmony, of love, of equality, of justice. We can see this in this world. We can see ourselves walking in a, in a, in a world that is full of healthy people. See this pandemic, us on the other side of it and visualize it every day on the other side of this pandemic that a cure has come forth or some type of vaccine has come forth. And now we have seen the lowest, the, the lowest cases of the uh, people contract, contracting the coronavirus. We can co-create the vibration of the world by creating that memory and then living in the future by living that memory and then drawing it to you by the law of attraction, using the magnetic charge of the heart to call forth the electrical charge of your mind and allowing the earth, the, I mean the spiritual aspect of the Holy Spirit to bring it to us. As you give, you see the image of it, you will receive because it will be drawn back to you. I'm thanking God that I will be hearing testimonies of how you all, along with me, have co-created a more exciting life that brings forth your highest and greatest good using the co-creative process of imagination linked with divine order, linked with love, faith, wisdom, and all other powers that you need to link it with and that you've brought it into manifestation. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you all for listening. Ah, I am really excited about hearing your testimonies. Now is the time in the service where we bless, we move into the consciousness of prosperity and we bless whatever it is that we have decided to give as a love offering. And on behalf of the board of trustees, and I would love to thank you all. We, we thank you all for every single way that you have blessed and supported and encouraged and been there for Unity of Farmington Hills. 
for each other. It is so amazing to see this spiritual community and how powerfully we are working together to sustain this church, even though we're not in the church. Thank you so much for that. For those of you who want to um, send in your offerings, you can send them into Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And if you're doing it on an online donation, go to unityfh.com. You can hit the donate button, which is up in the upper right-hand corner, and you can send it that way. So now that we have the way that you can send it, and, and when you do it online, you can designate. There's different ways uh, Matthew has put on there how you can designate how you want your offering to be used by UFH. So now that we have that out of the way, Put your hand over your heart. Visualize everything that you decide to sin, everything that you say, being blessed by the power of God. And let us do our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And now we're going to have another um beautiful song by our music team press on and then we we will be back with the closing prayer and the prayer for protection wow
Thank you, Laurel. Thank you, Lauren. That was a really nice song. I like that song a lot. It's upbeat. Get, you, get your juices flowing. So now it's time for our virtual prayer circle. You can call out the names of anyone who you would like prayer for. And I know you're at home, but spirit hears. So call the names out. And then what will happen is I will pray for them. And then we will go into our closing prayer. So God, I know you hear the names of everyone who's being called out into this prayer circle. And I am so grateful that you are blessing each and every soul connected to the names being called into this circle. I thank you, God, for every way that you heal, that you resolve, that you bring forth the best and highest good, that you draw us into a closer, higher expression and relationship of you. And I know you're demonstrating it, that in the lives of the ones that we are praying for right now, I know you are demonstrating a higher vibration of truth in their life, of love in their life, of healing in their life, prosperity, anything that their soul is calling forth right now, you are in the midst of it manifesting it right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for every way that you are drawing them to their highest and best good. Thank you for blessing Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you for blessing all of those who called out the names and stood in the gap for those who they loved and wanted to pray for. Thank you for blessing everyone who helped to bring this service together. And thank you, God, for blessing the world. In the mighty name and nature of Jesus Christ, I pray. It is done. It is done. It is done. And so it is. Amen. And now let us do our prayer for protection. I love this prayer by James Dillett Freeman. He was an awesome poet. Together, the light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Thank you, God. Amen. And some of you, of course, are saying, yay, God. <laughs> so for those of you who are joining us for our Sunday fellowship, I will see you in a little bit. Our link is on the YouTube page, is on the Facebook page, and it is on our website. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It is a pleasure to be here with you, to enjoy. It was a pleasure to be here with you and enjoy this beautiful uh, online Sunday worship. Until next time, peace and love and blessings to you all. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.